me. You were really in a dunk contest. Uh, I was. So this, this was on par with the NBA all-star dunk contest, by the way. Um, okay. we had a, we had a guy go from the free throw line. This was a County all-star, just a County. This is Skagit Mount Vernon? Skagit County all-star game, senior year. So they select five dunk contest participants. Yeah. I, like my sophomore year, I could get up like yeah, easy, bouncy. And then I started putting on weight, you know, like you don't, you don't become as bouncy. You become a little more just. And so do you remember those shoes? They weren't quite the ones they had on Seinfeld. Those ones that are, are platform a little bit. They were, you remember back in the day? I forget the like, name of them. The shoes to boost your calves? That, yeah. They had a string, string shoes. String, string shoes. shoes. Thank you. So they, I, I went out and bought some knockoffs that strapped to your shoe. Uh, uh, and for there, there goes your ankle. <laughs> three weeks leading up to it, I was in the backyard doing hops. These big these jumps in order to get your, yeah. you know, your, your uh, first, yes. And then I'm out, I'm at school doing the little pressing thing with it. So here I come. Um, I think the, the best dunk that I put down, someone like slapped the backboard while dunking. Well, I was going to rock the cradle and come from under the hoop and put it in. Yeah. First attempt rim checked. Bah! Did the people walk around and be like, hung? <laughs> <laughs> Rim check, hard. Next one. Mm, I'll go from the other way. So kind of this like yeah. turn around. Mm, I think I hit the side of the, like the backboard while trying to get in there. Oh for no. two. What do you do when you're over for two and you only have three? What's the next dunk you do? You throw the ball to like the ref or the competition and just sit down. No, no. <laughs> you got to get one in. I did the 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 lob to yourself where the ball ends up like a maybe a foot below the rim. So you're only, boom. That's about what I heard from the entire. And then you held your trophy up? No, I, I went home and put those strength shoes back on. And on, and on. That is my dunk contest story. I love it. Hello and welcome to Big Ben and K-Win. The real winner of the Super Bowl is you. Because we will not be talking about Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, or Patrick Mahomes on this podcast. Because we can't stand the Chiefs. I'm still gutted from that Niners loss. But you know what? I'm using that to focus in on the NBA. Each week, we broadcast live on NoFilter.net, Caffeine TV, and YouTube. Tonight, we're going to get into a little NBA. It's All-Star Weekend. Talk a little dunk contest. Talk about the Chalupa in high scoring in the NBA. Lakers, OKC, Warriors. And much, much more. I'm K. Win. He's Big Ben, and he is not in the dunk contest this weekend. I'm not. Can we? I can't wait to hear more about the All Star festivities. All Star games in general just become. No one can get it right. There should be a company that just their whole sole purpose is to get an All Star weekend where people are engaged, it's interesting, and players actually want to participate. What would you rather watch, the MLB All-Star, NBA All-Star, or the NFL Pro Bowl? Not the Pro Bowl, that's for sure. You don't like uh, dodgeball? I I do like dodgeball, but, man, I mean, I'd rather watch no-name people that I, you know, I don't know who they are try to nail each other for an hour than, like, you know, some Pro Bowl players. 
Uh, I think MLB does it right for the most part. I think they're the best. The home run derby is there's it, in terms of like competitions within All Star Weekend. The home run derby has got to be neck and neck with, and I would say now, just with how many home runs are being hit is probably exceeded or passed up the dunk contest, in my opinion. I agree. Like, look at the dunk contest this year. It's Jalen Brown, all-star, highest-paid contract with that max, Jaime Hawkins, a rookie, and two G League stars. It's Jalen in the G League. That sounds like a bad Hulu reality show. <laughs> but it's a true NBA TV show. I'm not going to watch. Wait, that's the equivalent of, like, Otani. Uh, let's see. Corey C. And your buddy Travers. <laughs> <laughs> and then and the whole the two independent league guys. Yeah. Like, come on. They might as well invite up college guys. They're on NIL money and have them participate. Like, what's next if NBA players won't get in the dunk contest? There are people, unlike you and I, that are close to the league and probably know who these G League stars are and are really looking forward to this, this dunk contest. There is some, it leaves some unknown, right? It doesn't because the whole reason behind the dunk contest is to market your future stars. Mac McClung was great in the dunk contest, but he was back in the G League. Now we have two G League stars, and I don't know if either one of them will ever make it in the NBA. Gone are the days where you had Jordan, Dr. J, Dominique, Vince Carter. It's unbelievable. I think there should be one where it's Drew Eubanks, Rudy Gobert. Um, Jonathan Kaminga, I'd love to see him in the dunk contest. No, I was trying to go the opposite of that. Just give me the the stiffest dudes in the league that probably can't, you know, they can dunk, but it's it's, it's going to be un unimpressive and unentertaining. Here's right, what they do. Give, all right, here, how about this? You, my friend, do run the the dunk competition. Okay. Who who are your four? Like, you're bringing the heat. Like, this is put on. This is the dunk competition by Kyle Wynn. Okay. I'm going Jonathan Kaminga. I'm going Shaden Sharp from Portland. I'm going John Morant. Zion won't do it. So, my fourth would be... Who could it be... I'm just going three. That's it. <laughs> That's all I'm going. You can't even get a fourth. So I'm I going. It. I love it. I all right. Outside the dunk contest, NBA in general, NBA in general. At right now, yeah, we haven't talked about it much. I know at all. And now that your Niners lost, we can rather than this being a, a Super Bowl lotting Shanahan and where does Brock Purdy sit in the? Is he as good as Montana? podcast we're going to talk nba i noticed one thing today okay the there is a set if this is a horse race if each each division western or excuse me conference western conference and eastern conference horse race boom out the gates there is separation obviously but the biggest separation is generally in the right now in the east like okay. there are four teams in the east that are Horrible, absolutely horrible. And they're in the race. 
No, they're not even in the race. They're, 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 there are a couple that are horrible that are in the race. Their horses, the, the, the horses are doing figure eights behind the field. Like that's that's how bad those teams are. I think you got San Antonio, uh, Washington. Um, there's a couple other future teams. The West is just far. The West is tough. The West is good. There's some teams at the bottom of the West, the West that aren't that good. good. Yeah, but not like the East. I agree. The West stacks up. I mean, Portland did just score 14 points in the first quarter. That's it. I mean, that's that's bad. That's really bad. But where I'm going with this is I think there's going to be like this upper echelon that's going to kind of separate. Call it like the Nuggets, Clips, OKC, and Timberwolves look to be the, the four best in the West. Four best in the West. So they Tier one. But then there's just going to be this battle between, uh, what, I mean, five through eight, really, from there. So there's four teams, two of which you probably have – can hitch your wagon to if you'd like in the Golden State Warriors and the L.A. Lakers. Uh, but overall, I think the NBA, it's going it's, to – it's no different than every other year, but it's just – those teams are really bad. really bad i think the nba is in a better place now because you've got the younger teams the small market cities the younger stars stepping up like anthony edwards in minnesota and our boy shea sga in okc and lebron and steph what are they like nine and ten right now at the bottom of the west kd and booker Beal can't stay healthy, so they're going to stay in that five, six, or seven slot. This is a great time for the NBA. Even if you go out east, you've got Jalen Brunson. Like, remember we got on this podcast, and me and you are like, what are they doing? Signing him to that contract. Now that contract actually looks like a good deal because of what he's doing for the franchise. Well, and, and I mean, you just you just look at the addition. We I don't think they have this statistic in basketball where it's wins above replacement, or you know, if you added him to the team, what would it result in in, in additional wins? They sucked every ounce of of capacity out of Julius Randle. Like he they took he took him as far as they were going to go as option one. Yeah, and then to bring in Jalen Brunson, who's a New York type gritty, gritty, you know, get in your body. And one type of guy. I mean, it's resulted in to thus far the Knicks being taking that next step effectively. Yeah. Um, they made some moves, which I like. OG and Nobly, he's shored up the defense, and then they went even further and got some vets off the bench. So, so I, I, I know we don't talk you. about East Coast teams, but you've got the Knicks, you've got the Cavs, you got the Celtics. I wish the Knicks were good while we were there. Just a season. Yeah. Just one season. All right. Give me to the clips. Yeah. Six six players averaging double figures or better. Yeah. Outside of Zubak, those other five are Westbrook, Powell, Kawhi, Harden, and Paul George. And you know what I love? You know what I love about all those? We should really become a Clippers podcast. They are all California, more specifically Southern California, high school ballers. Like they all played in L.A. or around L.A. And they're all playing not for their hometown team, the Lakers. They're playing for the stepbrothers, the Clippers. But maybe we won't be calling them the stepbrothers if they keep playing about 
playing like that. Well, if there's any season to capitalize on what's going on with the Lakers, I think didn't we just have Anthony Davis come out and said, this is kind of who we are. This is our identity. And a ninth seed. Right. And that's what I said. Like, this is what you're going to be. You know, <laughs> it's just, they have won six or seven, but LeBron's on the downside. Anthony Davis is still, I mean, he's probably got two, three more years in him yeah. from, in terms of peak output, you know, 25 and 12 type of guy. But the Clippers like that, you and I both made the comment, like, come on, Harden, Balmer. Like, yeah, Balmer how are all these stars going to fit together? Balmer broke ground on that new stadium, and it was one of those, like, okay, you're either, like, it's either the, the move that's going to be the catalyst into, like, okay, let's build this thing out, or it's going to be the move where the shovels don't move anymore. Yeah. And it's been, like, Harden's fitting that somehow. It's like, it's, I don't know how. Don't Everything that we thought w- what was going to be wrong with the Clippers is what's right with the Clippers. And what I mean by that is like dominant ball handlers. Everyone needs the ball. Everyone needs to be the star. Everyone needs to be in charge. And they've somehow figured out a way to make it work. Russell Westbrook comes off the bench. So that relieves some of it. And Kawhi has gotten back to the level of play when he was in Toronto and in San Antonio. And that's been the biggest reason is he hasn't been out there. And when he's been out there, I don't think he's been a hundred percent. And now he looks like the Kawhi of old. And they can load management, not lose games. Like they, 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 they now have enough. Like you know, it's kind of like one A, one A, A, one A, A, B. You know, there's not much difference between those those top line scores. So you can have a guy kind of maybe play twenty five minutes, twenty six minutes in a complimentary role. Especially in point, they beat the Warriors without Kawhi and closed out the game, came from behind, down by 12, so you can rest some of your players or if someone's in foul trouble or if something happens, they actually have the depth. I I think you go you, – we can hit pause on this. You can go get that Clips hat, Clips hat I know you have. Or do you want to get I'll into how it. your Warriors are going to bounce back? I want to talk Warriors and I want to talk Lakers. But before that, I want to talk about the Chalupa. If you think of 10 years ago up in Portland, Oregon, there was a promotion like if the Portland Trailblazers won and scored over 100 points, fan received a Chalupa from Taco Bell. And then all of a sudden it's a copycat league, right? Other organizations are having promotions as well. The Bulls had a McDonald's. I think it was a Big Mac. You score over 100, you get a big Mac. Fans were happy. If those promotions existed today, McDonald's in Chicago and Taco Bell in Portland would be out of business. Chapter 11. Like, I looked, every team in the NBA is averaging over 100 points. The lowest, it's like Charlotte, Portland, and I can't think of the other team. And they're all like 107 and 108. And that's just the way the NBA is going now is, Points, points, points. There is defense, but it's just offense is that much better in the NBA with all these spacing and shooters. There's defense when you got to get a stop, right? We all like, you got to get a stop here. It's like, okay, now we'll play D. Every other time, it's kind of like it's trading punches, right? Uppercuts for jabs and jabs for right hooks. I don't see it changing, though. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. that's the product. I mean, there's, 
I'm sure Adam Silver has some sort of, you know, real time algorithm, like it's a trading trading algorithm that shows, you know, fan fan um, engagement versus, you know, points. And it's all it points to is the more more buckets that go through the basket, the more people that come through the turnstile. Yeah. You know, gone are the days of clotheslines by Bill Lambeer and, you know, guys slapping the floor to take, you know, to guard you full length. So not happening. But this is how we bring it full circle. My Warriors, early on, they were too Steph dominant, not great on D. Now people have stepped back into roles. Clay's taken a little bit of a backseat. Some of their rookies or stars have taken the next level, but they're still having problems stopping people at crucial points in the game, like against the Clippers, up by 12, couldn't stop them. Against the Lakers, that epic MVP battle between LeBron and Steph, the Lakers came back and scored. And where we bring this full circle, look at the teams from the top. Celtics, play defense. Cavs, play defense. OKC, Minnesota, play defense. The Nuggets, despite what you think, play defense. The Clippers are able to overcome Westbrook and Harden with team defense. And that's why I think the Warriors are just like your Eagles. They're going to be one and done if they make it to the playoffs. Um, I think that's due to resources, right? Like you just, there's, as weird as there's like, there's top line, just superstars. Yeah. And then you got your like Chris Middletons and kind of, you know, a little bit Anthony Simons, like these, these guys that are kind of below the, the the top line of of mega stars in the nba but those are the guys that do play defense that do keep things together that can get stops that can go out and card like you look at the warriors and you're i don't think clay's got it in him to go guard the top scorer again you need him scoring yeah like you can't do both in today's nba and i think that's going to be the demise of the lakers too like anthony davis towards the end there I think of last season, they asked him to go guard the best player regardless of position, you know? And if that's the only way you're going to get stopped, like you're just going to get – these guys are exceptional athletes, but that's a tough, like, ticket to handle. Yeah. Like, you're not going to shut a team down for a full game or a full quarter, but, like, at the key points in the fourth quarter, you got to be able to make a stop. I don't know if the Warriors can do it now. And you're seeing these younger teams with – Carl Anthony Towns, Gobert, Anthony Edwards, Jaden McDaniel, even Connolly, they're great. OKC, we talk about it all the time, but their three best players all play defense. Chet swiping away at the rim. SGA locks in, and my boy Jalen Williams from Santa Clara can guard anyone on the floor. It's like they got it's remember when it back just to make a football analogy here, um, not to, to poke you about this, the season that just happened. But remember when you used to watch and they'd have a goal line defense? Yeah. And like, it wasn't like not a single starter would stay in. It'd be like yeah. 11 new dudes would come on and you, and they all had a purpose. They like knew where to guard and what gaps to hit. It's the same thing in the NBA, like down the stretch, you're superstar. You don't need to, you don't necessarily need to get buckets. You need to hold on a ball and take good shots and get stops. And I think the teams you just mentioned have that goal line defense kind of mentality with different personnel coming in outside of their, their superstars. I agree. And if the Warriors have a shot, they need to put in their goal line defensive players and then do like a hockey rotation back on offense. <laughs> that, that has, that's been done. 
That has been done. Like, all right, you did your job. Now you're in. Go score. You're in. You're in. Just on the fly. <laughs> no cherry picking. The guy's got to be back across the blue line or the three point line in order to go in. Oh, I agree with you. It's uh, the Warriors. Is oh, let's one more thing on the Warriors and the Lakers to bring this to a, to a close. Uh, there was hints of LeBron maybe going to Golden State. Was yeah, confirmed. Who's what sources were these? Uh, Brian Windhorse on ESPN, and supposedly Draymond. Well, Draymond and LeBron have the same agent. Supposedly Draymond texted Chris Paul or Cliff Paul or what's his name? I don't. Know, Rich, Rich Paul. Paul. Rich Paul. And but LeBron shut it down. Here's my thing with LeBron. He's like the guy who wants to get married four or five times. And he's also like the girlfriend or the wife that likes to just stir the pot. Like his post with like the hourglass or he has the Knicks towel or I want to play with my son. Like he's just always poking to see if the team is invested. It's like that wife who just needs to know that you care it needs to cause a little tension in the relationship. That's LeBron. Also, yeah, when you walk back into the, the facility the next day after that happens and you didn't get trade all, oh, we're so glad to have you here at LeBron. You know, yeah. the, the carpet the carpet gets rolled back out effectively for you. I get where you're going. I, I think, I believe th- there's an argument I was watching. I, I don't know know what program it was on it was on espn i don't know if it was the first take but they're arguing about if steph curry is still a guy you built around frank you're a franchise player you know okay. is he he's he option one a you know that you're he's the epicenter of what you're trying to do and their argument was i think i i don't know i mean is he so one-dimensional that you know his his usefulness or his effectiveness is is not where it was without others around him. I mean, I don't know. Well, that was my earlier point. He's playing great, but they're two step dominant. And if you watch all these games, you need him to come through in the clutch. And he's getting older. And is he able to score forty points every night? In the playoffs, they don't really have someone who could be the one B who can get like 26 or 27 so that Steph can have an off night and score 28. Like, that's what they're missing. Like, they don't have KD. Clay isn't playing at the same level. So, like, I think you can build around them if you had that one B of that person coming up. And I think that's what they hoped Jonathan Kaminga would be. But he's just quite not there yet. And I don't know if he will get there. They miss Clay. I think Clay is, ever since he got injured, you know, it's just you haven't seen the same Clay. Yeah. You've seen glimpses, but you haven't seen the consistent same Clay. And I think that, to your point, affects Steph because he has to pick up some of that load. Yeah. That scoring load, right? Yeah. And yeah, I think the hindrance of what you're saying, right? It, Steph, you're exactly right. Steph needs a crutch. 
Well, let's do the what if scenario, right? We go back when the Warriors drafted uh, Jameis uh, Wiseman, and Anthony Edwards supposedly had a bad workout, and that's why they didn't want him. If they had Anthony Edwards right now, like you could see Steph going like, "All right, I only have to score twenty eight tonight." Right, exactly. Give me every spot up three that I can hit. Yeah, I could I could fall asleep out here and put up twenty seven, thirty points easily. But they don't have that, and so he's got to do it all, just like LeBron's got to do all for Lakers, and that's why both I don't believe will make it very far. I agree. Should we wrap this up? Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Good NBA feeder. Just tickle. Great, great. Can't wait to come back in three weeks and talk about the dunk contest. We'll we'll be here Monday night, so we can talk about it then. It's All Star Weekend this weekend. Yeah. Nice. We're doing potty training. Maybe just sit sit on the couch and watch watch um, the skills competition. Yeah. Oh, the three point contest is actually up there. I actually like the three point contest more than the dunk now. Agreed. Is Inescu? She, she is she gonna? Is I is, thought she was doing something against Curry. They should. But they should bring in Caitlin Clark, Kelsey Plum, Inescu, uh, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. And bring back Ray Allen. You know he can still shoot. Ray, Ray Allen, Steve Kerr, um, Craig, Hodges, Craig Hodges, Reggie Miller, um, Mark Mark Price, uh, um, Dale Ellis, Dale Ellis, Larry Bird. Let's bring back all the. That would be an amazing idea. Yeah. Bring back legends of the three point contest. But only do like three racks because I don't know if they could make it all around. Right, yeah, three racks. Yeah, maybe you have like a team competition supplementary. There we go. We go. We're consultants for the three point competition. Should be. All right. You can find us wherever you get your social media fix, or if you get all X at Big Ben K Win underscore Instagram threads and TikTok. We're everywhere. And then find us if you like listening to podcasts on Stitcher, iHeart, Spotify, or Apple iTunes. And if you like to consume, watch us. You can get us on YouTube. My daughter actually asked me when she was going through Mickey Mouse and there I was. It's kind of interesting. Um, we, we watched four times just to validate. YouTube, we also have Caffeine TV, and then we got right here on No Filter Network. And we got a new sponsor, Beach Life, May 3rd through the 5th in Redondo Beach. We live the beach life. You should live the beach life. Scan that QR code to find out more. And we're out. Boom.